Hello, hey, and welcome to Ask the Color Expert. My name is Elaine Travis. I am a career hair colorist, independent educator, and author of the book, A Colorful Journey. I'm here every week sharing tips, tricks, and stories that are all things hair color. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. This podcast is brought to you by Vish a complete color management system designed by colorists for colorists, helping salons to eliminate waste, ensure consistent color and pricing, track inventory, and maximize profit. To learn more about VISH, simply text in all capitals, GETVISH with no space, G-E-T-V-I-S-H, to the number 44222 for more information. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday, and welcome back to Coffee and Colorful Conversation. Today, I have a very special guest. As you know, I just wrapped up boot camp, and the cart is officially open for the Hair Color Secret Insider membership. And a lot of people ask, you know, what's in it? I don't, I don't understand. Is it all hair color? I don't want to just do hair color. I want to do everything and that's fine. So there's been a lot of confusion and I thought what better way to settle everyone's concerns than to interview my ride or die protege from day one. This is Alicia. She came to see me back. I mean, how many years ago was it when you walked into Splash? At least 17. So 17 years ago, she called the salon. And of course we were busy and I never got the message and she called again and I never got the message. And then I got the message, but I was too busy to call her back. And then one day I was like, oh my gosh, we need another hairdresser. I need to see who's available. And they said, that girl that called stopped in the other day. She's so cute. You should call her. So she will tell you the rest of the story, how it all began, but she from day one, from that 19-year-old, you know, bright-eyed, passionate, brand new hairdresser right out of cosmetology school, she had a lot of choices because as you all know, if you're on here and you're an owner, you know how difficult it is to find quality staff, especially now with all the trends being solo suites and booth rental, and there's just so many changes in the industry, but she had a lot of choices and She chose to stay with me and to trust me through a lot of big, big steps that I kind of not so gently nudged her towards. So I wanted her to share her experience with my tough love and what it feels like on the other side of the tough love and, you know, what that looks like. So welcome, Alicia. Thank you for spending your day off with us. Yeah, definitely. Just to give a little bit of my story, like just start yep. from the beginning. The good, the story. good, the bad, and the ugly the because. Good, the bad, the ugly. All right. So I was, like Elaine said, I was 19 and I can remember the day that she called me back. I was zipping up my boots to go take a position at another salon and something in my gut just told me go back there. And like she said, it's been um, ride or die, up, down, good and bad since I was 19 and I'll be 36 in January. And I can't imagine my my life and my career being any different than it is and i was um following along with a lot of your boot camp things and you talked the other day about like skin knees and learning lessons and just like seeing it through and there's like a lot of learning curve in this industry and if 
if I, if it was not for Elaine mentoring me, I would not have the career that I have today. And like today I'm off, I took my kids to school, I'll get to pick them up, I'll do whatever. My career is fit into three days a week because of the mentorship of of Elaine. And I was, I was young and I thought everything was awesome. I thought it was great to do a wedding party on the side and earn some cash. And I didn't <laughs> want to choose like when she said, all right, this is, you know, the plan you're going to start at this salon and start the training program. And then the new, the new location was going to be opened, but we're going to be departmentalized. You're going to have to choose. Uh, I, the thought of choosing, like I wanted to be a fabulous at everything hairdresser. I didn't want to choose. I wanted to make the whole picture. I wanted to whatever. And I just, I was like, all right, I guess if I have to, I really love doing hair color. I love the art of it. I like the science of it. I like the math and the numbers and all the things that a lot of people don't like. I, I did like, so I said, okay, color. I can't imagine it being any different now. Like I just can't, I just love it. And um, right from the beginning, it was just, I didn't really have a lot of bad habits to break. Like Elaine took me from like a clean slate and taught me her way and it's, Funny now, I'll watch these trainings and things that come really like naturally to me, like in the front of my mind. When I see that that's not the way for everybody, it's a little bit crazy. And um, the way that Elaine has taught me, it just makes sense. And to fast forward, so it's like, you know, 16, 17 years into my career, all the education over the years makes the confidence behind the chair like everything everything i can really i can handle any situation that comes and sits into my chair more importantly i can handle any personality that comes and sits in my chair because of the confidence that i have from the education that i have like i know that i know what i'm doing so, so and some of these women are a little bit tough um i know i know my stuff and with that comes a, an entire level of confidence that i mean of course i'm human i still have days where i'm nervous i feel off or whatever but the confidence that real, like really understanding what I'm doing in the hair brings is like, can't be, I don't know. It's just, it makes the, the day in and the day out of this career, like really enjoyable. And it's not, um, I don't know, just when it, when it clicks and it makes sense and Elaine breaks it down, like it just, there's nothing that ever really scares me. I just have to pause. And my, my, my proudest mom moment of you <laughs> with corrective color was the homebrew girl. Do you remember the girl that did the box homebrew? I put green. that picture everywhere. This poor girl, it was her graduation photo week. She was having her photos done the next day for her high school graduation, which we all have that picture on our parents' mantle in a frame. You know, it was going to be permanent. And she was beside herself and she begged to get fit in. And you never lost your cool. I mean, it was a mess. She had gone to another salon and they melted off another four inches of her hair and it started out green and they turned it blue. It was like blue ombre. Some of you on here have seen that photograph in some of my um, posts, but you just looked at the head. You didn't have to look at me or ask me. I knew you had it and you did the most simple thing in the world. You took Shades EQ, liquid acidic demi color, the simplest, gentlest color, and you fixed her in 20 minutes. She looked exactly like the day that she picked up that homebrew box before the disaster happened. And I was like, you know what? That is the key. Like, it's the nerves that make us, we're in the middle of it. And we're like, oh crap, I got to pick up the bleach. And then you dump the bleach on, and then everything's orange, and you create it. You went from green blue to like orange at the roots and green blue on the ends. And it's that, that 
not knowing and the Hail Mary approach and the, oh, I saw this on YouTube one time. So that's what I try to, I try to resonate all of that in my coffee chats, but it's hard. I have 30 minutes on a Wednesday to try to like share with people. But for me, I think just hearing you say, you know, I never had a moment where I didn't know what to do. And yes, you were with me 17 years, but your actual training was less than a year. Like mm -hmm. you were, you hit the ground running. You tell them, you know, your first big purchase, how old you were when you bought your, your Benz. I still don't have a Benz and I'm 52. <laughs> I was, I probably 20, I guess. 20. Um, so now I am in the spring of next year, I'm going to buy my next big, you know, whatever I want car. And it's like fun and it's cool. And I actually did like a little check-in with my yearly numbers because we're going into the, um, busiest month of the year and sometimes it almost like it like blows me away and um like money is not everything but that's the reason that we have careers and we wake up and go right. to work leave our families and do whatever it's to make to make a living to be able to live a life and the fact that i get, can make a living and a really nice one at that doing something that I totally love still blows my mind. Like I feel so, I can't imagine leaving my kids and going to do something that makes me miserable or that is just a job. So it's finding out within yourself how to make this career as a colorist or, or a stylist, even if you still do both, to make it a passion and not just a job, I feel like is a game changer. Absolutely. Now I think I'm going to speak for you. I think yeah. the biggest biggest limiting belief and hurdle that you and I had was you not feeling worthy of the prices you were charging. Like I would watch you and I'm seeing, you know, this masterpiece going on next to me and I would pick up the iPad and look at what you were ready to charge. And I would just give you the stink eye, like, girl, are you kidding me? And you're like, what, what? And I would, I would go in and change it for you. And the client would be like, Oh, thank you. Give you a hug. And you're like, seriously, that she didn't even say anything. And I'm like, yeah, start pushing those buttons yourself. You're worth it. Like when yeah. I watch you paint, it's like watching an art. Like it's like watching a play at the theater to me. Like you are so into it. Anytime I would flip the camera on you, if I had a cancellation or if a client was processing, you all know that I started out on Periscope and I love to jump on my phone and share. So I would pick up the phone and not even tell you and zoom the phone in. And we got in all kinds of trouble because we had music and I didn't know that Facebook takes your video down. If you have music, I, I learned all that along the way, but you didn't even bat an eye. You just were so into your painting. And I'm so, so excited to have you teaching at the retreat where we have a sold out retreat. We have 40 amazing um, stylists and colors from all over the country coming. And I said, you know what guys grab a doll head because when you watch her paint, it's going to look so much easier than it actually is. And you're going to sit there with your arms crossed like everyone does. Like, oh, wow, she's using her fingers and she's putting clay lightener on big deal. And then they do their first piece. And you and I both have traveled doing those classes. And we know that every single person says, I cannot believe how much more difficult that is. But once you, at the end of every class that you and I did, they were confident in a half a day of doing it. So. For me, education is so, so important, but simplified education. 
You know, sometimes people get so caught up in the thumping music and the how they look on stage and what outfit they have on. Like when I'm at the shows, I'll start out in heels. And by the end of the class, I'm like, guys, do you care if I take these heels off? Like I can't even concentrate. My feet hurt so hard. And it's about the message and the lesson and the nuggets. So it's, it's great to be able to, like, I can't even believe I'm pinching myself that, you know, you guys, number one, you all trusted that everything was going to be okay when I left the salon. And that says more about you than me. You know, it's like all of a sudden, oh my gosh, I've been with you 27 years. Mommy, you're leaving me. You're going to another state. I haven't gotten one phone call, text or SOS thing because I know you've got this. And I want to talk about Jess. I mean, you've been, you've been to Jess, what I have been to you. And that's the beauty of loving what you do. You're excited to help her and to say, lift your elbow up a little bit, or maybe, you know, you overshot that glaze a little bit, maybe make it a pinch warmer. So talk about like having somebody come who didn't have a whole lot of experience and she had to get thrown in. Well, number one, you had to take my difficult clients and she had to take some of your difficult clients. So it's like the pass, pass the baton. So talk about that a little bit. I'm so proud of her. Like, she showed me her first paycheck from the salon she came mm-hmm. from. And then her her like one month paycheck at the salon was triple what she was earning. And if you right. scroll through her Instagram, like the change in her, like I'll be scrolling Instagram and I'll stop at both of your, I don't even know it's you. I'm just like flipping down and I stop and I'm like, what a proud moment to actually stop the scroll and realize it's your former salon and your former colors doing the work. So that's amazing. And that jet, like to watch Jess is what, like you said, and some like, just like the work ethic or being excited or wanting to dive all in, like her all in approach is awesome. And so those, the pictures are like so gorgeous, but there's never a day where she's too proud even though she's producing all this amazing work and she like totally is getting it and all the formulation like it finally it just like clicked and is sinking in she's never too proud to say excuse me Alicia, can i grab you for a minute can i can you take a look at her hair and can i just run my plan past you and we'll do whatever and a lot of times it's exactly the way my head would break it down like it's it's just once it clicks it clicks and it's and it's kind of simple and then the same for me i've been doing this for a long time i would consider myself a specialist i'll say hey jess look at this this is what i'm thinking you think i'm on the right path because our brains are on the same path everybody has their own personal style and and approach but our brains are on the same path because we understand what's happening in the hair and it has been so cool to work alongside her and then to see some of the masterpieces that are created and the before and after pictures and to watch the the girls come back in like it's like developing that like all right you're my girl now and they come back in and Jess is their girl and they're there for their next session or their next visit and they understand they're not going to get a white Instagram picture in one session because the consultation was there and the information was given and like just the whole, every piece of the picture is, is there and it's professional and it's really cool to watch her grow and she's slammed. She's booked. Yeah. I just had to do mm-hmm. bathroom balayage last Uh-oh. night because you bitches are both booked. I'm coming home for Christmas and I haven't found anybody here that I trust yet. So a month ago, I'm like going on my phone and I'm like, I'm just going to set up an appointment now because they're going to be so busy. You guys were already booked for, I'm going to be home from the 23rd of December until January 1st. And there was nothing. And I will never, you know, people will say, oh, just ask them to squeeze you in. Or or you would say, oh my gosh, Elaine, I'll stay. And I'm like, no, because 
because I teach you about boundaries. So I'm not going to be the person to break the boundaries that I taught you to put up. You know, why am I special and different than anybody else? And that's been a beautiful thing to see too, where you won't say, oh yeah, don't worry about it. I won't charge you for the whatever. And you used to do that a lot. So talk about the conversation that we had when I broke down and said, look at all these things that you let walk out the door and look at what that is at the end of the year. I think this year, I think it's safe to say, is the first time you really see the impact that those little free conditioning treatments. Oh, don't worry about the blow dry. Let me throw in a brow wax. So talk about that. That this is the, this is definitely the first, like from January 1st to December 31st, where I have my, uh, my outlook and my level of comfort with that has changed completely. Cause you, um, you did the math. And I think just in charging for like a halo or a face framing highlight, because I was too afraid to charge a partial highlight or a full highlight in combination with a touch-up it was like something to the tune of almost twenty thousand dollars for the year when you calculate it and I was like, oh my god and then the just doing a glaze instead of a root shadow and an end glaze or a color melt or whatever like i was deciding for them what their budget was for their hair i was scared and not confident whatever so once that goes any um i practiced the the verbiage and letting them know up front, this is our entire plan. This is what we talked about. This is what your visit today is going to, um, is going to come to. Is this in your budget? I've had one person, one person say, you know what? I don't think that it is. And she, one, literally one single person. Uh, I'd rather her know now than be embarrassed at the computer and not be able to exactly. angry and, and pretend she's not happy with the work because she wasn't happy with that. The, the income difference and the, difference in my confidence has been incredible and it's like walking through the hurdle of being uncomfortable to just do it and you had you laid the numbers out and you showed me what was walking out and here it was like i think they'll like me better if i just do this i think they're gonna like me better if my my total comes in under elaine's total or they're gonna stick with me or i don't like all the fear like everything run by fear instead of owning that this is this is what i do i only have certain um number of spaces in the week like i'm only human i only have so many hours and this is i don't ever do things or charge for things that are not done but keeping it fair and not being afraid to charge for what i really do and the the difference in my income has been through the roof and let's talk about that 20 that estimated twenty thousand. Mm-hmm. let's talk about the 20 percent tip on that twenty thousand. Yes. yes so you took away that too yes and, and think about that um, there's been a couple classes where like to, with, um, consultation or knowing your worth and not deciding what their budget is. There was one particular client and I always got like a little, um, too emotionally involved and I would feel bad or whatever. And then a couple days after a visit with me where things were totally undercharged was up on Facebook, the purchase of her new home. And you said, look at this, you're afraid. I bet her home's nicer than yours. And you didn't say it to bash me, but it was like, why don't you know your worth? She could pay that, you know, she can pay for your services. And there's going to be some people that maybe they're not. And then there's going to be a space for somebody that. that and that's okay. Right. And mm-hmm. how many people will ever see that woman's home? Like, think about it. Like you've worked with me for 27 years. I think you're at my house once. once yeah. And for that client, she's walking around with your art on her head everywhere she goes, every day, every minute, every party, every wedding, 
Nobody knows what her house looks like, but she decides that, you know, the 4,000 square foot home with the in-ground pool and the professional landscapers that are there every week picking up her leaves is more important than what her hair looks like. So sometimes you have to get a little pissed, you know, when you're doing them where you're like, you know, that you've, you've seen it. I talk about it all the time on coffee chat, they throw their Birkin, you know, you know, who puts her $20,000 yeah. Birkin bag, white, white Birkin bag on a counter where we do hair color. And I'm like, Oh my God, get that thing in plastic, get it away from me. I don't want to have to buy it. And her response was, Oh, bang it up. I hate that thing. My husband bought it for me. I never liked it. A 20,000, her handbag costs more than the money that you gave up in the little no charge things. Like wrap yourself, wrap your head around that, you know? And there's always going to be people on this coffee chat right now are saying, I can hear the excuses they're burning in my brain, but I live in the middle of the country down this little dirt road. And it's where I live. That's not true. It's not true. And if it is true, that means that where you work, the rent is a lot lower. Everything else is lower. So it's all relative. I remember being at, um, I went to see Beth Minardi live at one of her events. You know, she's always been my major mentor and she was talking about how her highlights started at 375, her um, single process touch up, I think at the time, and this is 20 years ago, was like $150 or something. And I remember everybody audibly gasped in the audience, like, oh my gosh. And then she also talked about her rent being $30,000 a month. And, you know, dumbass me, who's always ball busting, I raised my hand and I'm like, well, Beth, isn't it kind of like relative? Isn't it, you know, if my rent is 2,500 and I charge, you know, $75 for a retouch and you're paying 30,000, but charging 150, aren't we both making the same amount of money? And I'll never forget the look on her face because everyone in the room was kind of like, you're right. So I think we get caught up in the number. You know, if you said, oh, my retouches $92 and people are like, oh my gosh, I could never do that. And I talk about in coffee chats, how that doesn't include the blow dry. Like the client has a choice. Does she want to save money and blow it out herself? Does she want to leave with it wet? And I get so much backlash for that. People will like, oh, that's ridiculous. They paid all that money. Their choices. She can choose to leave looking like a supermodel and paying for a blowout because in a departmentalized salon, why should Mary Beth or Teresa eat up 30 minutes of their day doing a free blowout on your color? And then if you were doing everything, why should you eat up 30 minutes where you can do another root retouch to do a blowout when they're going home, most of them going to bed? Right. So it's like the little things that we do that we get in our own damn way so much that we don't even realize it. So, you know, you don't have to be, a color specialist, but for the love of God, stop doing two-year-old haircuts. Like there's little places with ponies and, you know, iPads and to keep them from being distracted. Like there's people who love doing children's haircuts. And when you, I'll never forget that conversation you and I had when I was like, I need you to trust me. This was like the biggest trust fall because you were, mm-hmm. you're amazing at updos. You're awesome at styling. You loved makeup. You did great waxing. You still do my waxing when I'm home. And you're like, I just don't want to be, you know, giving all that up. It sounded like you were giving something up, but every one of your prices is 
double or triple the price of those other things in the same amount of time. So thank you for trusting me. I remember when we all went to Miami and we had to do everything again, you and I, I left the class because I was like, I am not doing this haircut. I'm going to the spa. So I left. That's how much I was over it. And you texted me as soon as the class ended and said, thank you so much for, you know, forcing me to make a decision because right. I did not enjoy that class. So, But then some of that is where your mentorship, there was some things where I was never like forced to do anything, but your like little like guidance hindsight is what makes all of that make sense in the moment. You got to just trust the process and trust you did it before me. Why would I not trust you that you're going to like kind of walk me in the right direction? You did it and you're there and you're still successful and whatever. And that's like sometimes just trusting the process is a little bit hard. Now, this sounds like all sunshine and roses because now it is and it's been 27 years. (laughs) You know, it's not always been that way. So try to speak to that first five years. Like when I made this online program, it was so hard for me to reverse back to that feeling. But yet it wasn't because everyone watching this right now has had that part of their journey, that first five years where, man, if you don't have good parents and you can't live at home, it's almost impossible to live on your own. You would have to have like five roommates in an apartment to be able to afford living on your own. And, you know, what happens is when you're starting out, all of your friends from high school, all right, so now here's where my ADD is. You were getting pushed hard for college. Your parents were pushing hard and you were in college. So when you bought your Mercedes, you were not only working with me full-time, you were a full-time college student. So you were being pulled like, you know, in the cartoons when olive oil is getting pulled between Popeye and Brutus, like Mm -hmm. they were saying, you have such a great brain, like don't just be a hairdresser. And we've all, all of us here have heard that from parents and uncles. Oh, oh, you're going to beauty school. Oh, you're too dumb to go to school. So you were getting great grades. You were doing well in college. And it's, ironic because my path was, do I become, do I go to Philadelphia textiles for fashion? My mom worked there. I could have gotten free tuition or do I become a hairdresser? And your path was the same. You were going for fashion and you were also a hairdresser. So in those beginning years, you're watching everybody around you getting their first job and they're throwing those numbers around because when you're at a job, you have a set salary. So they're like, Oh, you know, back then, oh, I'm making 25,000 and I get paid vacation and benefits. And here you are, like, you know, you have two clients all day, you're working on commission, you're struggling to pay for anything. So kind of speak to the whole thing about college versus hair and how you look at it now and, and what you would tell your children about this industry. Like to think back on it and like, it, I don't know if I'd be talking to myself or talking to someone in that situation. It's like, you got to just trust the plan and you got to stick it out. Even if that some days are not great, like make your budget lower, make your budget, whatever your base, like barely anything day is and see it through. I see a lot of other stylists are always jumping from this salon to that salon. It's going to be better over there. I'm going to do this on the side. I'm not going to have overhead. I'm going to be freelance. I'm going to do like, there's always a different, better plan, except mm-hmm. you still have to walk through exactly that like little um, it's like growing pains in that growing area. Find a home that meshes with whatever your vision is and stay there. And on the, the times where you don't have somebody in your chair, don't be downstairs bitching and flipping on Facebook or doing whatever. Do an education course. Do 
go up and and chit chat with the other people's clients make them a cappuccino get them a magazine hand them the magazine cover their glasses do whatever be known and practice like act as if act as if you're that important stylist people see that the I other clients that. are watching they're going to tell their friends when that person's booked they're going to say oh i've watched you know i've had it with my own clients mm -hmm. oh i've watched jess you know see jess for this visit and they know that they can do that like just see it through and and trust the process and educate yourself. I just had it last week and I'm, I'm, I'm booked, I'm established and whatever. I had a, a, a one hour gap and I said, I promised myself in my next gap, I'm going to do a live video because I'm uncomfortable. I see other people That's do awesome. it for no reason that I can't. And I did a, a live video just to walk through it and to never get complacent. That's awesome. So that's, it can be scary, but if you just just keep learning and keep going forward and it will fall into place. The, the more you try to change it or get out of like the tough path or there's no skipping over it. Assist other people, learn, watch, sweep the floor. I remember being with Gina, it be 10, 11 o'clock at night, sweeping the floor, yep. doing whatever. But she was good and I wanted to have what she had. Yep. And with Jess, what, what really impressed me about her above anyone who's ever taken on coming into my world. Cause you know, I'm taught, like, I'm like, you know, do it this way or get the hell out. Like there's no gray area because I don't have time for the victim The Oh, I can't, you know, I'm just like, really? No, you can't like go introduce yourself, shake their hand and be confident. I didn't have to do any of that with her. She was so shy, but it's like this switch flipped on. As soon as she walked in the door, I was still there. So she didn't have this like master plan of let me win over all of Elaine's clients. So they come to me when she leaves. She just knew instinctively, yeah. I need to be, hi, I'm Jess. Like I need to introduce myself. And there was no guarantee. When I left at the end of December, I didn't know how it was going to go. You didn't know how it was going to go. It was mm -hmm. just like, you know what? We have a great salon. We have great people. Everybody knows what to do. They don't need mommy anymore. Everybody's established you know, let's just see how this goes and do the best we can. And, you know, she just did the hair color simplify course. She buzzed through that. Then we talked about it a little bit. Then she did secrets of a six figure colorist. And then she started getting in on the coaching calls and doing all the stuff in the membership. And she was like, Oh my gosh, I, when a client got warm, when I did their hair, I just said, Oh, that's your hair. She goes, I just use the same formula on everybody. When they got red, I just said, Oh, that's what your hair does. And she was laughing. Mm -hmm. But she walked up to every client, whether it was your client, Teresa's client, Maribel's client, or my client. Mm -hmm. Hi, I'm Jess. Can I get you a cup of coffee? Nice to meet you. I'm new here, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, that's genius because right. to your point, you're going to have days where one of your kids is going to have an ear infection. And you're going to have to call out the last minute. So I know I, the best day of my life, <laughs> this sounds horrible. <laughs> I wasn't happy you were sick. But one of the best financial days of my life mm -hmm. was you had to call out. And because you and I work mostly opposite days, I walked up to your clients and they didn't even know who I was. They didn't know that I owned the salon. They didn't know they never saw me before. And I didn't say anything. I just said, hi, I'm Elaine. I'm so sorry. Alicia had a family emergency and she's not going to be able to make it in today. I hope it's okay if I do your color. You know, I have all of her notes and everything in the computer. You know, you're safe. We, everything will be exactly how you always have it. And they would be like really uncomfortable you, you know, having me. And then after I talked to them for a couple of minutes and they saw me looking up the formula and everything, then afterwards they would 
have this folded up wad of cash and stick it in my apron. Well, anyone watching that's an owner, you know, our tips are awful compared to any stylist compared to the owner. There's this wacky rule from God knows when that started that said you shouldn't tip the owner. So whoever that was, I don't like you. So it was around the holidays and oh, it was when you had Cooper, you had Cooper and you were out having him. And it was the holidays and I went home and I'll never forget my kids and my husband's face. We had our dining room table was right when you walked in and I grabbed this wad of money, cash and laid it on the table. And it was one day and I think it was like $280 or something in tips. And I was like, is this what this bitch is getting every day? Because I'm going to change the name on the sign and I'm going to tell people that I work here and it's not my salon. But I was like, holy shit. So on top of everything else that you're doing in the salon, these people are taking good care of you. And because you're charging what you're worth. So when I did them, I was like, well, I'm not charging them, you know, any less than she charges them, but I did honor your prices. And I was like that price plus a real tip damn, that is amazing. So, I mean, it can be the greatest industry on the earth and it can also be the most, I mean, holiday time, most people make 30% of their annual income right now between today and January 1st. And then every year, we all know that that first week of January is shit because everybody begged to get in prior but then we don't do anything about it. And now we are now, you know, Bryn knows like I need to do a promotion in November to get butts in the chair in January. And people will ask about client gifts. I see it all over the um, forums right now. What are you getting your clients? I'm getting them hand lotion. I'm like, hand lotion's nice, but they can get that as an impulse purchase at the register at the supermarket for a dollar instead of giving them hand lotion Give them a complimentary brow wax. A lot of our clients, as you know, don't even know we do brow waxes. So to do a service that they've never had before, like we did that promotion with the power doses one Christmas. And then every single time they came in every four weeks, they're like, can you do that thing again? You know, they describe it as that thing. They don't know what the heck it is. That's just automatic now. Like it just is automatic that's what they want to, to finish off and seal in their color. And all because of practice. Again, it all goes back to like in the beginning, if you have two clients, be totally on for those two clients from beginning to end. Practice the verbiage of, okay, do you have your calendar on you? Can we look four weeks ahead? Let's get your appointment set up now so that you can have the space that you'd like. All the things that come total, they just like flow out of us now. It was not always that way. Practice it when you have two people. And then when your day is filled with 10 people, four weeks from now, your day is also filled with 10 people. Exactly. And think about flip it around and be 20 year old. Alicia, would you like to make another appointment? No. When you, when you ask a question that can easily be answered in yes or no, you're going to get no. Right. At least 80% of the time you're going to, oh, I'm going to check my work schedule. You freaking know your work schedule right now. You know that four weeks from now, that gray hair is going to be in and you're going to be scrambling to get in with me. And then I love the phone call. Oh, I'm I'm overdue for my, I I know, I know Thanksgiving's tomorrow. I know, but oh my gosh, please. I, Johnny has soccer and wait, Missy, oh wait, she has ballet. And they tell you their whole damn life story. And you're like, lady, I'm busy. Like I offered you an appointment four weeks ago. You didn't take it. And it's proven, 100% proven statistics that when you let people leave without that next point appointment, they're going to miss a minimum of one and a half to two visits a year because they just can't get in with you. And 
you're giving them the opportunity the to shop around to go elsewhere. Exactly. So if you never, you know, if you always have that reservation, they have to literally choose to not continue with you and make a, an absolute conscious choice of shopping around other than I am desperate. I need this done. So it's, it's us, you know, we have to be, we have to set ourselves up right. for success by just simply mentioning it. But then even that goes back to the education and, and being confident. If you let them know that you have what they need and you are just a you are different than all the competition. You're not just the regular, you know, hairdresser up the street. That's going to do whatever, like that you're different and you're worth it. And this is important. They want, they're going to want to lock it in with you. They don't need to know that the rest of your day is empty space. They don't need to see the computer. They don't need to see your column. One person keeps pre-booking. Then your second person joins them and keeps pre-booking. And all of a sudden now you're in a cycle. Act as if. Don't tell them, oh, I don't have any other clients. So in five months, just call me and you'll get wherever you want to go. Act as if. Because you are educated and confident and can give them what they need. And something else that I've, I've seen you have a lot of success with is being on it in the moment of the upsell of, you know what, you've been one solid color for so long. Let's do a couple little face framing painted pieces. You know, when, like I said, I love watching you paint. So when clients watch you paint, mm -hmm. it's, it's like a show, you know what I mean? And they're like, I want what she has. And then when they see the girl come back and hand you a tip and she looks so amazing after she's all blown out, they're like, I definitely want what she has. Right. So just, you know, suggesting it and letting them know you were thinking about them because most people, I mean, we're one of the few industries left where we get to physically touch people right. and, and make them feel connection. Everything is on the phone and the computer and people are picking out dates like the Sears catalog on dating apps, you know, putting in there. I want them to be six foot two eyes of blue, little silver. Right. In the hair. <laughs> it's crazy. So I love, and, he, and here's one more thing I want to talk about. I don't want to keep you too long, but talk about the difference between being friendly and thinking the client is your friend. And I know you struggled with this with like Anne and your favorites, and we all have our favorites. Mm -hmm. So talk about that a little bit, like making that, you know, boundary where you can be super friendly and accommodating, but still kind of stick with your not overwhelming yourself. Not overwhelming or not being like forced to create that. I'm still not the best at it. I have December every one of my days, I think is extended before hours and, and after hours, which most of me is happy to do. And then other times it's like, Oh, am I still giving into that obligation? Um, they, uh, I have a ton of clients who you can tell they're there partially for the personal visit, not just the hair. Like they, they love their hair, but there's also that like relationship and, and rapport that, builds which i love but then they go home and in the end i'm at work and that's that's my career and that's how i'm making a living um but part of that's like the personal connection and just because we're friendly doesn't mean that they don't pay me for my services doesn't mean that i can't charge them what i'm doing you know they're still there we're providing a service and they're there to pay for it okay now stop right there and be 25-year-old Alicia and make that same statement. What did you feel like when you were 25 and just starting to get busy? You looked at it completely differently. I and did. what would you tell that girl now that you're not 25-year-old Alicia? What would you tell her? 
what would I tell myself or tell the client? Yourself, yourself. Myself, um, just because they are your friend and it only takes you to five minutes to trim their ends, they don't deserve a free haircut. You deserve to be paid for what you're doing. Just because they're your last of the night doesn't mean you stay for an extra hour and blow dry their hair and give them something totally for free. Like knowing, knowing my own worth and that my worth and why people like me is not wrapped up in what I'm giving them for free. And what would you say to her about getting over the hurdle and the struggle? How long would you say is too long? You know, people say, how do I know when to give up? I'm so frustrated. I've worked here, I've worked there and they're jumping all over and they're looking for this magic, magical brass ring to grab onto for success. Um, what, what, how would you mentor young Alicia? What would you tell her? In a, in a time frame or in like a vision or both? In a time frame, because I think people, I, should, I hate when I do that. That's like such a big, broad people. Um, I think most new stylists right now starting out have, because of this fake version of life, think that everything, you should be insta-famous and, you know, within six months, you should be book solid and making all this money and, you know, why are you not? And then they play the blame game. It's, oh, it's not the right salon. Oh, it's the owner. Oh, they're not doing enough advertising. So now that you've been through all that, how would you, how would you, uh, if you had lunch with your young self and you were your age, what would you tell that person? Um, I would tell that person to hang tight for a solid year. And if you're invested and active and not wait, nobody is going to come and knock on your door and beg you to do their hair. They're not going to beg you for something extra or more or whatever. If, if I would say to my young Alicia, if you put the work in for one year, all in, it's, it will pay off in the long run. One year. Now I'm going to play person. devil's advocate here. Yes, if, yes. if young, if young Alicia had an opportunity to, Join my course. You remember how much $497 was to you at that age. Like it seems like yeah. 4 million. But if you were given that opportunity now as young Alicia to get everything that you've gotten along the way from me without having to leave the salon, if you could get that on your phone for a year for 497, would that be something that you would push yourself to do? Or would you just keep trying to figure it out and you just couldn't be told because you didn't get it? No, absolutely. Because if you, if I didn't have what you taught me, I wouldn't be sitting in this place now. So that's like putting it out there. Like if your whole career is riding on $497, like what you learn in that course, when you show up and, and do what's asked of you, that will come back tenfold before you even know it. Break it down into the cups of coffee at. at that's exact. That's ex that's so funny because you and I are such coffee people. I was talking to somebody and I'm like, I spend four dollars and twenty eight cents a day on my Starbucks, and I love that cup of coffee like nobody's business, and I will not give it up. And that's, you know, one hundred and fifty dollars a month on Starbucks drip coffee. It's not even a mocha frappa bappa, but it's nothing fancy. It's drip coffee. It's a venti drip coffee, mm -hmm. and I look at the ocean while I'm drinking it, and I am happy to pay it. And I'm like, that's. $150 for my morning coffee. So for less than, you know, the, the membership comes out to be less than $50 a month. It's, it's a dollar something a day right. for to completely change your career.
I, I would I would beg my young self. And if there's anybody what like if we all were individual businesses behind the chair, we would have to make investments. That is a minimal investment in what is going to come back. Absolutely. I, I, I would beg my young self to to figure out how to make it happen. Skip, you know, three, you know, three pairs of new jeans or a couple pair of new boots or, or one nice pocketbook, whatever the thing is that you can break it down and then you can go out and do that later. Right. Otherwise, it's a constant spinning in circles, trying to find, trying to find the formula to make this career and make you make more money because you can't spend more money because you're not making money to spend the more money. Like you just will be stuck in that cycle forever. Right. And that's, I said that to somebody yesterday, I'm like, 497 is a lot of money, but the fact that you have to make such a decision to spend that is why you need it. It's kind of like the catch 22, you know, it's like you want it, but you don't have it because you don't have the money for it because you don't have the education, but the education costs money. So it's like, you right. ha- it's like going to the casino and just like putting the you know, putting it all in red or black. It's like, you know what your reality is right now. You know what next year is going to look like a hundred percent. It's like foresight, you know, next year is going to be exactly like this year because you're still going to have that person come in and you're going to be asking the person next to you, what the hell do I do to the situation where a year from now you're going to look back and say, oh my gosh, that was so much simpler than I thought that it was going to be. Right. So well, I'm so excited to have you at the retreat. I'm excited to yeah. see you. I miss you. Yeah. Um, I'll see you over Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the, I think the biggest thing too with you was, was finding that niche and learning that different technique, you know, like you made yourself stand out within a brand, your brand within a brand, like people know if they want, you know, awesome painting, go see her. I, I, consider myself a much better teacher than hairdresser. Like I watch what you've done with what I've taught you and you physically carry it out better than I Like you're a much better painter than me. Like when we went around to different States and taught, you did the actual painting while I do the, the talk. Check, check, check. Right. Right. <laughs> I like talking about it and I like teaching it but I don't light up when I have to do painting because I'm like, Oh, is it going to be even, is it going to be saturated enough? And, you know, I just feel like I'm so much better at my passion right now is so much more into sharing and lifting people up and getting them to a whole different stage in their career. And it's, it's, I hate that the statistic is so high of the dropout rate, you know, people just, of our industry. yeah, like that first three years is tough and people, think that it's going to be magical and when it's not and they can't live on what they're making and people want to skip the apprentice phase right now. And that hurts my heart. Like you cannot Mm -hmm. skip that. Those days when you were pushing that broom at 1030 at night, you don't want to go back there, but you also don't abuse people that are helping you now because you know where you came from and you know, that was part of, that was the skin knee part. And just so you guys know, we don't work with assistants. So Alicia is doing these numbers alone. We have one person who shampoos and does everything for the whole entire salon, but she doesn't have an assistant putting her touch-ups on, putting her glazes on, rinsing out, you know, in between all that stuff. She's physically doing every single step. And that's why she understands now that she's worth it. You know, she's working hard and, and hopefully someone will come along like another 
Jess, who is open to learning and can be your little protege and actually give you a little bit of a break now that you're 27 <laughs> years in, you know, it gets exhausting standing and doing everything and using your arms all the time. So I don't want to keep you. I know this is your day with your children. And like you said, no, you're, you know, like, I, I don't know. I still get like, whatever you're going to learn, that's going to make your career like a, a passion, then it, then it be, it's like fun. Like this, I looked forward to this, even though I'm off and there's no penny coming in the door. It's all, it all ties together. And it's like, I love what I do. I well, I want to see more live videos coming. I'm proud of you doing that. I'm proud of what? you for doing the, the live video. I'm proud of you for putting yourself out there and doing that. It is uncomfortable. That's okay. That's okay. And now I'm pushing you past your comfort zone and making you get up in front of 40 people at a retreat, but you're going to do great because right. you start out probably the first two minutes a little nervous. And then once mm -hmm. you start painting, you're in the zone. Like you're not even knowing that anybody's in the room. And that's what I loved. I think it's so fun to watch. And I can't wait to see people getting their hands in there because everyone, when they first learn this technique, they want to overdo because it's so fun. It's like little kid finger painting. Mm -hmm. And then we tend to put too many pieces in and then it gets too overall right. light. So the less is more approach is something we'll talk about on a whole other coffee chat. You used to be the 400 foil girl. And I was mm -hmm. like, stop doing 400 foils. Right. So finally, you're stepping back and seeing like, wow, I really didn't have to do 400 points. I should yeah. start to listen to you a little bit sooner. Yeah, you fought me on that one a lot. That one, <laughs> yeah. that one took took a long time to right. uh, to break, but you came around. So thanks for putting up with my bossiness yeah, and my grumpiness. And, you know, my mood always affected the whole entire salon. So when I was... Always a treat. I'm sure on the other side, but <laughs> I'm sure you missed my dysfunctional stories, but you know, <laughs> well, thank you again so much. And thank you all for listening. Um, I'm going to look through and see, you know, if anybody had any questions, uh, Alicia will jump on later. And if, if she sees any questions in the comments, mm -hmm. she can jump on and just answer people if they have any questions. So yeah, thank I you again so much. Yeah. We're, we're in a different app, so we can't see questions and all that. So. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Thank Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.